welcome back to Vicious Cycle, the only comedy podcast about periods. I am Kate Elston. I am Meg Trowbridge. You sure about that? Yeah. Yes. And I'm Meg Hayes. Yay. Welcome, everyone. We are so glad to be here with our first surprise bleed search of the season. (laughs) Meg T is going to hit us with surprise bleed search. Well, we know it's about period applications, also known as period apps, Um, and... We've talked about, you know, everyone that we know is sending us the latest haps about apps yeah. and apps, 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 apps for days. And oh, yeah, but I have been true. I've been avoiding doing the research because a while ago, Meg, you claimed you're like, I'm going to do research on this yeah. because I don't think these apps are so on the up and up. Yeah. And this was even like before the, the draft opinion was yeah. leaked and people freaked out. And- yeah, because like where I work, we're very um, online privacy focused. Uh, and we published a blog back in 2018 um, about the popular period app. So I was aware of it back then, and since then, things have developed. Things have taken a turn. Um, quick period update okay, before please. we start. Yes, please. I am Blacourty. Me too. I'm mm, spotting. Hand touching. Oh, okay. Hi. You're always spotting. That's I am not a always spotting. <laughs> You're right. That didn't deserve a Yelp. <laughs> um, I was at a midweek wedding and wore my period undies. Um, and so like last night amidst debauchery, I'm like rinsing them out in the sink. And I just really wanted to take it out to all the guys there. You, you I didn't, but I should have. And took just been the like, undies off come here. at the wedding? Well, like, so so the wedding was, like, at a place where it's, like, the venue and also where everyone's staying. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, so uh-huh. afterwards, we were, like, you know, hanging out in the secret bar and having fun or whatever. Ooh. And then I went to go change into my PJs and was, like, rinsing out my undies. And I was just like, oh, I wish I could just blow some guy's fucking mind yeah. right now. Be mm-hmm. like, yeah. yo, you were in war? Come look at this. <laughs> <laughs> there were veterans there. <laughs> And maybe that would have been offensive. God bless the troops, by the way. <laughs> I was like, this would blow their fucking minds. Just also, this. I mean, it really would have blown their minds to invite them in and watch you ring. Them yes, out. it would have. Especially would since amazing. I really didn't know any of these men. Um, <laughs> I just I want all of the listeners with their full chest mm. to say and know that if you have a uterus, you have a higher pain tolerance. Did I talk mm. about this already? I was Maybe? talking. Yes, I did. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> quick talk, update. Quick talked update. about the kidney stones. Quick update. Oh, we got yeah. an, a, a little DM from mm. a listener about her kidney stones. Yeah. This poor listener. I'm sorry, bl- listener. I um, cannot recall your name, but this poor listener has PCOS, endo, kidney mm. issues. Mm. Like, I think I had to get like a kidney transplant. Like, oh, horrible nice. shit. She's okay now. Um, she's doing better. She said her kidney stones were like day two. Ooh. Day two cramps. Yeah, which we, we do. If you ever time. talk to a man who has gone through kidney stones or knows of a man. Yeah. It's like fair, the though, most horrendous pain. To be fair, though, I day two endometriosis is probably day that two. That is fair. Different than day two us. That is very. Yeah. That but actually still, is a really good call. That's very valid. Yes. And they say that our menstrual cramps are akin to the pain of a heart attack. Right? Yes. 
So one, we should really just be making a bigger deal every month. Like we really should just be. So now, like I literally, my friend, my I think I said this in the last episode, but my friend was talking about like kidney stones are so terrible mm-hmm, and my mm-hmm. friends that have had it don't want to even take like calcium supplements because right. they're so afraid right, of them. Right. And he was just talking about how painful they were. And I just, with all the confidence, was like, well, you know that you guys have a lower threshold. Yes. <laughs> Tell them. They do. I just was like, you do. And like I yeah. have the confidence to say that mm. in a way that I did not when we started this Boom. podcast. I love, love that. So that's beautiful. That's a great update. This is for all of you. It's <laughs> a great update. Um, did you end up ringing any blood in front of an ex-marine? No. Uh, <laughs> all right. Maybe next time. Hey, next wedding. <clears throat> Nothing much to report from me on the all recording except that I did pull out my diva cup in the shower oh, oh, and it oh. was to the top. Ooh. It was like, like it was Impressive one of those. Impressive like, removal that like no spill. No spill. Did I it mean, remind it you of your time as a waitress? <laughs> oh man. God, PTSD. Any room for cream? Okay. Because <laughs> there's none. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was definitely like, and it was, it was, you know, a little run. It was like waterier Ooh, than usual. So it wasn't as. So maybe that's why it filled all the way. Yeah. I don't know what, what that's about, mm. but uh, it wasn't as like the consistency of Hershey syrup. As, okay. But it was like a watery Hershey syrup. So. Still so upsetting. Um, <laughs> did it have like a little head like beer would? You know, was it frothy at the top? Ew. <laughs> if, it, if your period bread is frothy, please contact call. your gyno. Yeah. Fresh off gyno the draft. First, then call us. <laughs> Listeners, we are always your second call. Yes. yes. 911. Then vicious cycle. 910. Six uterus. Nice. Oh my God. Nine one one and then nine one oh oh six years. <laughs> that was planned. Yep. Um as for me, Meg T, just letting it be. Um, I am spotting, but and of course I've been spotting for days. Uh and it's been a clottier than usual what yeah and like and i think for you yeah yes good point are there any shapes to speak of it's very it's like surprising you know it's funny like we haven't done this for a while and like getting really detailed so i'm like is this gross i'm like i have to remember where i've been and yeah (laughs) where we're going going (laughs) but um so i think since this could be like still a response to covid Uh, and like you know maybe i'll be different for a little bit right Jesus, right. But, uh, you know, in the past, I feel like I'd hold the clot and find it on the tissue paper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but lately, I've just been popping out in the bowl. Mm. And so I really, like, get a look at it. Mm. As I, like, you turn around. You just kegel it out? I don't know. I mean, I have a very forceful stream. You have a forceful everything down there. <laughs> yeah. A forceful that be, that menstrual be. stream? No, no. You're in your order. But uh Oh, but you're just like clear in the lace. Yeah, you know. I see, yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's just there's a lot there's a lot happening. A lot of rubbing and clapping and <laughs> there's so, there's so much clapping. Um Sorry, I'm just <laughs> listening to I'm just hearing how labia sound when they slap against each other. We've all been there. Um, oh my god so anywho so that's just <laughs> so anyways fat labias everyone do y'all have fat labias <laughs> so just those thick lips um anyways that's so that's my update but it, no no shapes no animals to speak of no, no. future reading i'd say very like um 
a cephalopod esque, which is like octopus squid. Oh, I see. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Which I I, I, I said ooh like I knew. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Thank I had you, no Kate. idea. I was like, oh fuck, Kate got it. I thought it, that was like a centipede, <laughs> cephalopod. But I was like, yeah, okay, cephalopod. Yeah. Yeah, which I think, like, if you saw, like, a splatter, you'd be like, sure, I see an octopus. Mm-hmm. Sure, 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 Um, Hey, we should have talked about this right at the top. If you're listening to this, well, yes. the day it drops, or the day after this episode drops, or the two days after, you still have time to get tickets to our live show. That's right. Slash fundraiser at Piano Fight in San Francisco. Um, tickets are on our website, com. We are doing a whole episode in celebration of... A, our 100th episode. Yeah. And B, the end of our reproductive freedoms. Celebrate. Yeah. It'll be so nice. Um, We are going to do part, you know, uh, mourning, part celebrating, part singing. So please join us. And if you are listening to this after that, <laughs> then you're Sorry. dead to us. You snoozed <laughs> and you losed. You did lose. Send your money directly to us. Um, but also directly to abortion clinics. Yeah. <laughs> and all the funds in the world. So, um, yes. So excited. And also a reminder to all listeners that in a few weeks time, we will be reading the graphic novel Squad yeah. by Maggie Takuda Hall, who joins our podcast to talk about her book. It's our first bleeding rainbow with an actual real life author. Um, so if you are interested, it's a very quick read graphic novel. It's a blast. Read it. It's called Squad. Read it and bleed it. Mm. Bleed search time? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get into period tracking apps. According to Ms. Magazine, as recently as 2022, over 100 million menstruators use period tracking wow. apps. Wow. So that's like all of them. <laughs> right. That's all. You well, said 100 million? 100 million. And globally. What I don't know is it didn't clarify whether it was US or global. It's got to be global. Got to be global. I think so. Because there's only probably 100 million menstruators in the United States right now. So I think it would be oh, a little okay. over half because I think there's 400 well, the million people. in US. But think about kids in menopause. Menopause, kids. Good point. Unless, unless, you know, someone in menopause is still tracking. Still just, tracking. Why not? True. You never know. To remember the good old days. Mm. I mean, until I came across this more recent stat, uh, in 2018, 50 million menstruators in the US were using period okay. tracking apps. That makes sense. Um, which is a third of menstruators. That's a lot. But also it's a good point, like, not maybe taking into account, maybe that's just like based on sex and not on... Um, Menopause age, baby age. Yeah. Or maybe, mm. be, yeah, maybe people, yeah, who knows? But my guess is this is global. 100 million people, that's a lot. Mm. And it's still a new industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it falls under the industry of femtech, which is kind Ooh. of barf worthy. Um, but it's burgeoning, and so many dudes in tech are trying to figure out how to make a bunch of money off of no. it. Uh, what other kind of femtech is there? I mean, it's mostly health apps, you okay. know, and some like are wellness. geared. Yes. Yeah. So meditation apps, but a lot of them are geared towards Ew. ladies. Mm. Um, and so it's just like pink pens, but tech. Yeah. Apps. Yes. Honestly, yeah. it really feels like pink tax level stuff. Mm. Jesus. Um, so yeah. And, and instead Ugh. of, I just feel like, like screams in fucking fuck the patriarchy like so it's like uh, facebook but it's for ladies oh my god but it's cute so you know how to use it men will be the fucking death of us not trans men we love you we love (laughs) we love um so how period trackers work uh many listeners may be using them if you're into a podcast about periods 
you're probably into your own period and track it. Um, famously, all three blosts have used Clue. Mm-hmm. Do we all still use Clue? Yes. Well, not after knowing that we were working on this episode, so I stopped. Oh. I haven't updated it. But yeah, up until for the last four years, I have. Cool. Well, we back in uh, episode seven of season one, wow. very long ago, we tried tracking our um, cycles and m- most of us kept up with that for years mm-hmm. um, using Clue. Uh, but other popular apps include Flow, Glow, and Avia. Uh, and there are countless others. When you search in the App Store or Google Play, just tons. You just keep scrolling. Some of them have tens of thousands of reviews some of them have a hundred you know really and they're all called variations on like period tracker for you period tracker girl you know like they're just you know developed by random people but some are really popular um and the ones you listed are the are some of the most popular. popular and and then there are some that are purely just for periods but most of them have a fertility angle to it so like there's also like very like you're trying to get pregnant apps Mm -hmm. which also fall under this yeah sure are you going to talk about how clue recently removed the the fertility tracker portion of theirs have you noticed that yes i did we can talk about it only i but i didn't include in this because it's less about tracking and more just about sure the apps itself because i just noticed that you know i didn't use it for over a year because i didn't have a period for over a year um and when I opened it again, I realized I noticed that they didn't have that sort of like, this is when your fertile window yeah. is. And it said like, you know, I it, I mean, I can, maybe I can even look it up. It's still there. But the messaging was basically like, I wonder if they were getting flack. Yeah. For being mm-hmm. like, I'm using this to prevent pregnancy. Yeah. And then oh, I got pregnant. Shit. I yeah. think I remember Cause, reading cause something Because remember, we that. talked, if you go back and listen to some of our episodes, we say like, isn't it weird that Clue always suggests that it's going to be day 14? Yeah. Even if you're, you're a... 32 day cycle yeah like well and before I was kicked off of reddit famously (laughs) you guys I was trying to help the world the good and also plug the pod (laughs) and I got in trouble um and kicked out of some forums but a lot of people a lot of people were are depending on the apps for like fertile oh I um had unprotected sex but the app says that I'm fine but Mm -hmm. like Yes. So this is what it said about removing the fertile window. The variability in your cycle makes it difficult to predict the window accurately based on how we previously calculated it. Mm. The fertile window could have been inaccurate and in particular too short for safety for those using it to avoid pregnancy. This feature was never intended as birth control. Yeah. yeah, So that was interesting. And I I, I remember kind of getting mad at Clue because I was when I was trying to get pregnant I assumed I would I was like a 28 29 day cycle like okay great day 14 but when I tested my my fertility through pee sticks Mm. I wasn't ovulating until like day 17 or 18 yeah yeah so that was that's also it's like a whole different episode we could do about health apps and how like even if they work with gynecologists and health experts like they're still not targeted health advice for you yes you know yes. like it this still it, it doesn't replace, replace a doctor a doctor or yeah. a pee stick um and so it sounds like that was one way clue was like er maybe we could actually like get into trouble legally mm, you know mm-hmm. um so interesting hmm. fodder for another episode sorry perhaps. yes but now we're on this topic 
just one more thing about yeah. that is that I do think now it's maybe disingenuous to not include any mention of the fertile window right. in your cycle. Like, cause if you just open it up and now it just looks like a circle without like right. a little shaded part, it's yeah. like, I think people need to also know that there is only a particular window when you can get for most people that you can get pregnant. Anyway, yeah. that's where education comes in. Yes, yeah, it's true. And it's, I mean, also with these apps, you know, um, I was reading reviews in the app stores about, you know, why people liked or didn't like certain apps. And one person switched over to another because they found that, uh, you know, the prediction would say, like, you're going to get your period this day. And if you didn't, it would just move the prediction to the next day. And they're like, I actually want to know when you predicted it and when I got it. Mm. I want to see, like, mm. how many days late I am mm-hmm. or how wrong this is and how it's learning. And same with the fertility window where then if your period takes a long time, then the whole counter- thing should shift. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, the fertility window does, but after it happened, mm. as opposed to then your future cycle, which then is like back to 28 days. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But some apps, even Clue said that it should adjust to your cycle. Mm. And so rarely it did. Yeah. So how do these apps collect our data? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you create an account, when you download the app, you create an account. Mm-hmm. They usually ask you for your email address. Um, and then once you create that account, they create a profile of you. And so that will include your name, your email, most likely your birthday, because they often ask for your birthday. And then other info they can glean from your device, like mm. location, mm. the type of device you're using, mm. and then any other apps that they may or may not ask permission to communicate with on your device. So like Apple devices, like I have, um, typically will ask permission and then you, you choose to deny or whatnot. So, but like on Apple, it will say, would you like to connect your menstrual app with your health app or with your Fitbit oh, app? Or uh-huh. with, you know, so mm-hmm. all your health apps can communicate. And some people may think that's helpful, and if you do that, then it's also going to have your activity information, your weight information, mm-hmm. any other like doctor related things you have in there. That all fits under your profile, which then is fair game for mm. data brokers and marketers and advertisers to purchase. <gasps> as well as all the very intimate information you are saving about your cycle and likely your sex life. <gasps> if you are trying to get pregnant, you're putting in how often you have sex. Dude, yeah, because let's talk about in those apps, you you can input everything from like consistency of poops yes. to we did it like rabbits. Yes. Or unprotected yeah. sex. Oh yeah. yeah, there is literally a rabbit. Yeah. There's <laughs> a rabbit icon. Yeah. yeah. They changed to flip-flops recently. Whereas like unprotected flip-flop? sex is now flip-flops. No, I think, oh, maybe one of them was rabbits. It's like high sex drive or high low sex, sex drive. drive. If you're horny, I think um, it's rabbits. Oh, right, right, right. I don't, uh, yeah, I, I rarely, I did at first use it for those things. Like, I'm yeah. craving salty foods today. Right. I felt sad. And then it just became like, eh, so when's we my period? We did it. <laughs> and when's my period? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I've used it a lot for moods. So I'm oh, like, I, I don't want people fucking knowing that I was like, Grubhub is like, feeling, she's sad. I know. Pizza what the fuck? I mean, so it, in like a future dystopia, that could be it. And then people God might also love that. Um, because if you're really cranky, Grubhub's like, do you want $5 off nachos? You'd be like, yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> Send them I now. Mean, Meg, you're making sense. I know. It's, it's, it's complicated. I mean, part of me is like, here's my thing with data, big data. <sighs> I, it's like the, I, I know that like privacy is like of utmost importance, but it's like one of those causes that I, 
I know, like, I know as a progressive, I need to get behind. Yeah. But part of me is like, but life was so easy when everyone has your I data. Know. Yeah. And it's bad. I know it's password. And I know it's like, because I'm a yeah. white woman who's never, no one's going to misinterpret my data and arrest me for something sure. I didn't do. Well, but also the world. Until, until I do. Until, yeah. But also like the world is throwing us some curveballs, Right. And so data does not sound very sexy. Like, yeah. let's protect our data. Totally. When like, you're actually, like, let's protect let's our universes. Protect our body. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. No, but like, it's terrifying, but it's one of those things where like, it's so terrifying that I can't even really like put my energy into it. I'm just sure. like, I'm fine. I don't search any crazy things online. No one's going to misinterpret my searches for like murder crimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's how I think the grand majority of people feel yeah. and they're not wrong. Like yeah. if you know, I think most people understand that when you use like Google products, um, they're never, you rarely ever pay for them because you're paying with your data. Mm-hmm. And typically it adds inconvenience of, although granted I hate ads, but, but other people who like, use ads mm-hmm. to get recommendations for stuff, then get it really targeted, relevant ads to them. And they're like, this is actually fine. Yeah. And I guess for for the price of Google remembered where you were the other day and you can remember, oh, I was at that restaurant. That's the name of that restaurant. Mm-hmm. They remember my searches. They remember yeah. my whatever. So location. You guys, I'm really scared about all the comedy sketches that we have in Google Docs. I'm just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just, you're saying this. Yeah. And it's like, I knew it, but I didn't. Sure. Like, yes. you're paying with your data. Yeah. yeah. That is like a huge takeaway. Yeah. So, you know, the parody song you wrote about gonorrhea. Maybe someone could learn that you spent a lot of time researching gonorrhea and then put two and two together. They obviously they, both gave each other gonorrhea. <laughs> we, we, were, we were sexual together. We really yeah. thought that we didn't make that obvious in yeah. that song. Um, gonorrhea. We, here I go well, again. I can't remember the song, but it was about gonorrhea. So anywho. Anywho. <laughs> moving on. Um, so, okay. So we know what kind of data is uh, being given to these apps. Um, and... It may seem obvious, but let's talk about why they would sell your data. Um, it may come as a shock, but it's for the money, baby. Uh, they, it's it's a great um, source of revenue. It's like anyone can be a free app because there are all of these advertisers, marketers, and data brokers uh, that are happy to buy this data put them together in profiles and then sell them back out. It's just this like mm-hmm. constant cycle. Do all the apps that you mentioned, they all sell our data. Yeah. All the period apps that you mentioned. Okay. I did. <gasps> so, uh, I will shout out one that doesn't <gasps> wait for it. Um, so it's just like, this is why recently I was on my chase statements and I was like, who spent $150 at this random place? Oh, I did. Because I was like high shopping on Instagram. I bought a new bathing suit. they targeted you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And now they're just like, you have big tits. Here's <laughs> all of these big titty yeah. swimsuit ads. And I'm like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Now I have to spend more money. I know. Yeah. Well, and so so that's the, the people who are buying that data. But they're also giving this data out, sometimes with your permission, sometimes not, to... Um, you know, their own company, their own developers to improve the app, uh, optimize it. And then also sometimes to employers and companies, <gasps> which we'll get into. Um, so, uh, some, I will, I don't know if I'm going to put every article I used in our show notes, but I'll put at least most of them, if not all of them, um, 
in there. Uh, but here's one thing that may be clear to us now uh, is that the information that you put in a period tracking app is very much the information you tell to a gynecologist. And when you tell it to a gynecologist, it's protected by the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, a.k.a. HIPAA. But all this information you put in this app is not protected under that. So that's just good to know. Um, and so anything you feel like, like you'd be, so for instance, in this modern day, if you got an abortion and you were tracking your abortion and then the cycle, the bleeding that happened afterwards, knowing now what might be in the future, you may decide not to want to put that in the app because for fear that someone could get $10,000 on <gasps> reporting you. Right. Of course. Yeah, there's right. a bounty now in certain states. Right. Yeah. So it's just good to know that there isn't any other thing to protect you. It's, it is, all this data is absolutely available. The, it's anonymized. Your name is never attached to your data. But we will also talk about how easy it is to still identify you <sighs> okay. with this data. Ha okay, this is, might be jumping ahead. Have there been any cases like this yet? Um, e uh, not specifically abortion. Well, yes and no. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm looking now through the Clue app and seeing what other things are on here. Oh, yeah. Like... <clears throat> for instance, what your skin is doing. Mm -hmm. Like, if oh, if it's oily skin. Okay, maybe Neutrogena sends you a targeted mm -hmm. ad yeah. for oily skin. Or, uh, yeah, maybe a like a emergency contraception. Why is that <laughs> word always hard for me to say? Um, if you say, like, oh, we had unprotected sex, and the app goes, oh, and you're ovulating, so let's yeah. target her with is that, that plan, you want? plan B. Yeah. Um, that's just, it's a lot. Again, convenient, yeah. maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but a lot. It may work great. Or it may... But yeah, like you're saying, if, if your employer gets a hold of it or the government. Yeah. So, um... You're already terrifying me. Like, heat check? How long have we been talking? Because I'm sweating. <laughs> like, I, I feel like we've been talking for three minutes and already I'm like, I need to delete this. I need to get all of my information off of this app and buy a calendar. <laughs> like paper a calendar. Yes. Too. Yeah. Um... So if you do even just a tiny bit of Googling, you'll find a ton of articles about this. There's great yeah. reporting about this. Um, so I'm going to touch on some of these links in our show notes. Um, first up, some great reporting by Mozilla. Heard of it? Oh, wow. I work there. Um, I did not write this. This was written by Liz Tenenbaum. Um, and by Tenenbaum, I mean Denenbaum? same thing um i used to work with her she's great uh it's called spotty privacy practices of popular period trackers and that was great um, title the piece where i first learned about the information not being protected by hipaa uh, right a mess a mess also you say great title and i was like right spotty i love it's it it's really cute um, a lot of the information uh, that I based this originally on is from a consumer reports piece called What Your Period Tracker App Knows About You. Um, but this is from 2018. So while some of this is still totally relevant, um, things have progressed mm -hmm. since then. Um, but from Consumer Reports, Dina Mendelson, their senior counsel on privacy and technology policy, warns us, <clears throat> and I quote, Having your personal health information disseminated in ways you're unaware of could have serious repercussions. It could, for instance, affect your ability to obtain life insurance mm. and how much you pay for that coverage, increase the interest rate you're charged on loans, and even leave you vulnerable to workplace discrimination. Wow. 
And because you usually don't know who has your data, you may never know you've experienced any of those harms. So it's like insurance makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because they will find out. Like I remember having to apply for health insurance before Obamacare um, was in effect, but it was after I graduated from college. So there was a weird period where like I wasn't maybe going to be covered. So I remember applying to like, you know, Blue Cross, just like not even, no, because yeah, it wasn't Cobra. But I I, I had had um, irregular pap smears at that point. Oh, yeah. And they said, do you? And I remember writing like, trying to lie and be like, yeah. no and then they Never. and then there was a disclaimer that was like we have the right to go through your medical records so Ugh. you're gonna have to tell us if this is true or not and I was like fine and then they denied me <gasps> um and that was awful so yeah it's just like they will insurance will find any way to right. jack the price or deny yeah. you or anything it's insane I mean god bless America <laughs> could you it's a perfect system. could you explain again how your employer could get that information so okay so I have it down here somewhere, but I'll bring it okay. up now because it's relevant. So there are some apps, uh, namely the one that's called out most is Ovia or Avia. Um, and they built an app specifically for employers mm. to offer to their employees um, as like a health benefit, part of like the wellness package. They're like, mm. oh, and use our supported health app. Um, it's if like you- a third party or something app. It's not like health insurance, but it's like, yeah. So it's a period tracker. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, use this app. And if you share your data with us, we give you money incentive. What? Yes. What companies use this? Do you know? Uh, so the one specifically called out was Blizzard, which is like that huge game company that makes World of Warcraft and Call of Duty. Dude. So it's just to the, f- the people that bleed? Yeah. But Hold then there on. Are- Call of Duty people aren't legit. They aren't Shit. feminists. What? Wait. So they. But they also use like um, Fitbit apps. Other like they they are collecting the health information about their employees, and they try to hawk it off as like it's for you. This is a health benefit for you to help keep you healthy. Because because their what? thing is if you are healthy, then we don't have to spend so much yes. money on your doctor's bills. Yep. So so it helps them negotiate their insurance plans. It's all purely for them. But then they could use that nefariously yeah and so and it's unclear like depending on how big the company is like you're still anonymized when you're putting this data in but depending on how many people have signed up how many people put in notice for maternity leave yeah how many people are bleeders in the company yeah it could be very easy to be like oh we know this person is using this app or we know someone's using this app and like maybe having sex around their ovulation window Maybe we shouldn't give them that promotion because it seems like they might get pregnant. Wow. I'm so mad. So this is just so fun. One of the ways. Or they haven't gotten their period in a while. Are we, are they pregnant and they're not telling us? Yes. Right. Yeah. At a company that I assume already employs too many men. Yeah. The few like bleeders and women that are there, they're just like, (laughs) not so fast, Regina. Right. That's outrageous. Wow. Oh, yeah. So that. And the fucking money incentive to use it. Yeah. That is disgusting. It's I would absolutely use it. Like, oh, without even thinking. For sure you Because the woman in this. Um, so this is a. That specific story was from a Washington Post article called Is Your Pregnancy App Sharing Your Intimate Data With Your Employer? Um, the woman who, who shares her story, she was like, I mean, they were giving me money that I was going to spend on diapers. So, like, of course I was going to, like, do it. And it's also, it's an app I wanted to use. So like, what's the problem? Yeah. And it's helpful. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, I don't know if I've read the end of that article. Like, I don't know if she ever came back and was like, I'm deeply offended. I think she was like, it was fine. Like even for her. But again, you can see like you're anonymized to a point 
But if someone's really digging in the data, they can connect the dots. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's gross. Um, it's like when you do like an anonymous survey at work and you fill out your title and you're the only one with that title. Oh, yeah. Like, right. Like, okay, totally. Guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because there's yeah, there's so few women and uterus yeah. havers at those companies. I'm yeah. sure they can fucking figure that out yeah. right quick. Yeah. This is why we need unions. Yeah. Because that shit would not fly. I mean, it's cra- it's or at yeah. least enough people. I mean, I'm sure these people are organizing. I hope that they are. Maybe after this info came out. God. I mean, potentially because again, we may still. I think the stakes are getting higher, but again, I think it's. It's like any political issue where if it hasn't touched you, you're like, I don't get what the big deal is. Mm -hmm. And then once it touches you, once you have a gay relative, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I think gay rights are important. Mm -hmm. Once you know someone or you yourself have been impacted by like, you know, your your data being stolen and then you being targeted or something, then you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's really fucked up how much people can know about me, you know? Yeah. So that's part of it. But again, and, and also a part of it is that our government has not regulated any of this. Like this is, it's wild west time right right now. Right. So like, I'm shocked that this is not protected by HIPAA. Like, do we know why it's not protected by HIPAA? I think it's just too new. Wow. Yeah. And I think because it's so, because they're disrupting Meg. Get used to it. Yes. Disrupting the privacy sector. Aren't there certain, just total side tangent. I feel like I remember reading that like, there are certain apps that are so innocuous that you think you're downloading like a calculator or a flashlight and they end up like stealing all your data. Yeah, well that's Cambridge Analytica. It was a personality quiz on Facebook. And then by doing that, it connected (gasps) this research firm to every person you've ever friended and all of their information so it was only like 200,000 people use this personality test and they got like nearly every Facebook user's information. Wow. It's banana. It's banana. And this is, I mean, may I ask, is this Please. a partisan issue? Is this like, who is protecting this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I do think across aisle, like um, Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. um, our ancient dame, um, she, uh, and I think others, but I think she was the first one to say, like, we need a department of the Internet. Like, we have a For department sure. of health, a department of um, state, <laughs> state the department, department of if you transfer, will. Transfer, department of state department. Name them, name them all. <laughs> Interior. Yeah. Shit. Uh-huh. Exterior. <laughs> that one that that's a TV show and everyone dies and then he's in charge. Oh, 24. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> Agriculture. <laughs> Agriculture. Oh my god! Is that the name of the show? Terrible. No. Okay. I do think it's because every thing, every time they have a state of the union, <laughs> one person hangs back. This yeah. is a real. Right. Yes. So in case everyone dies, and right. it's always like the department of the, yeah. the secretary mm-hmm. of the blah. Right. It's like it's just like I bet Joe by the undersecretary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nancy said she was like, we have to get like enough people talking about this mm-hmm. and they it's talked about all the time i mean we've seen zuckerberg brought before congress like oh my god it does, it does Baker's feel like dozen. a very funny like cross aisle yet also people that don't care on or on both aisles yes yeah. it's like don't mess with business kind of republicans yeah, yeah. but also but like republicans are always like freaking out about big gov or big 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 people brother yeah at you big people sibling yeah big Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, because because uh, there are different sides where it's like just your right to privacy is important, but yeah, is it anti-business? Like, 
Facebook right now is trying to, I think, sue Apple because Apple um, iPhone now with the update uh, automatically when you get a new app or when you update an app, it will ask the app has to ask if you allow it to track you, and which Facebook, is great. Yeah. And Facebook's yes. like, um, please don't. Yeah. And so they, they want to sue Apple <gasps> so they can revert that what? because I think it's anti-business. You're doing fine, Apple. Yeah. You are uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. You don't now need I'm this. on Apple's side in yeah. the charade. Well, that's Apple the other thing too. Has like, always been pretty good about people's privacy. Oh, that's oh. Good. other stuff. Maybe I don't know. Okay. So child labor debate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's interesting too because I think a lot of Republicans would say like, okay, don't don't mess with business like free market, but yet right. they still hate big tech. Yes. So it's right. a very interesting yeah. dynamic. Yeah, which is something we can all get behind. Yes. Uh, Mitch McConnell, cross the aisle except uh, stay the fuck away from me uh, and die. Yes. <laughs> yes. You turkey gullet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Consumer Report of 2018, um, they dug into the five popular apps at the time, which was Clue, Flow, Baby Center, My Calendar, and Avia. I say it's O-V-I-A, and I say Avia because of ovulation, ovulation. Yeah. but I really want to say Ovia um, for oves. Um, so it could be ovary. Yeah. Ovum. Why is it an ovulation? Maybe we should just split the diff and go Ovia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So back in 2018, out of these five, it kind of seemed like the Flow app did the best. They kind of had uh, a chart saying like where they, you know, were good and less good. And Flow, um, one of the, some of the factors were, is the p- privacy policy easy to understand? Because um, so often mm-hmm. they'll just leave it legalese. It's impossible to mm-hmm. interpret. And you're like, I guess I say, I, I agree to terms, mm-hmm. the great lie that we all tell ourselves yeah. every time we hit that. Um, but this one is easy to understand. And at the time you could create an account without your email address. Okay. And if you do that, if you find an app that lets you like use it without giving your email, then typically your info is saved on your device, which means Mm. it's pretty protected as safe as your device is. Thank you for that tip. Yes. Where, uh, but most make you give your email and create the profile. What if you gave like a, a spam email that you have? Yes, you can absolutely do this. Uh, it's still, there are still things that can identify you, but um, that's helpful. There's also services where you can, so for instance, my iPhone, um, if you sign in via Apple, it can um, make like an email alias and hide your email and then forward oh, email yeah, to I've you. I've seen that's that. Nice. It's pretty nice. Yeah. And then Firefox also has a service that does it called Firefox Relay. Check it out, firefoxrelay.com. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so Flow kind of did best at at that, but that was in 2018. A lot's happened since Uh-oh. then. Flow, no. I thought the story was over. <laughs> Flow, no. Oh. Get out of here. <laughs> in 2021, the Federal Trade Commission uh, brought a case against Flow for selling their health data to marketing and data analytics companies, including Google and Facebook. Mm. Now, why Flow was targeted most, maybe it was too much maybe it was easily identifiable um i it didn't say in the article i read and i had too much research already um but uh that was and it was settled for something like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. so not not a crazy amount um but but yeah so they they definitely sell data 
Um, so that's still something you have to consider. Um, Clue also did relatively well. And they're a European company, which means they have to follow the GDPR European Ooh. privacy guides. Where is Clue out of? I think they're out of Sweden. Okay, that, I was going to guess Sweden. They're Scandinavian. Oh. Um, and... Uh, and so, but I think because of the GDPR, they had to release who they sell data to. So you at least know. And it's over 100 companies mm. that Holy they shit. accept money for our data. Um, but that being said, uh, they, have a, they have a pretty easy to read privacy policy. Um, they still have to adhere to the GDPR. So it's not uh, an evil app. Um, but they also still have their issues. Do you, Can I ask a, oh, go ahead. You go. I was going to say, do you know who they sell to? I, I also didn't dig into that. But it's, it's probably like weird ass companies, yes, right? Yes, you, you wouldn't recognize the names. They're okay. they're mostly data brokers, which if if you have the time, dear listener, check out John Oliver's uh, yes. Last Week Tonight. Yes. Oh. I did an incredible episode about data brokers. Oh, um, great. Jen Shaw famously, I believe, was a data broker, and that's why she's going to federal prison oh, most likely. yeah. Dang. There's something else about like selling the data to like this is people a that scammed. Not a, not a fr- uh, friend uh, in common. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if that's totally accurate that she was, but she was involved in this and then sold data to elderly people who got scammed. Yeah, so that's oh. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my question was going to be uh, like, let's say there was a. These apps are all free, right? Yes. If 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 Clue were to have a version where it was like two ninety nine, which month, they do, they do have so a couple in of that, these apps. In that sense, do they not sell your data? No, I believe they still do. But oh. what? It, okay, then that's yeah. Just ridiculous. I think yeah, you can. It's as if the subscription is just your way of supporting the app, and you get more features. Mm-hmm. But the data is still sold. Boo. But some some um, products decide to have subscription models instead of selling your data, right. and then they don't do as well right. because people have free stuff yeah but wow. that is growing more and more and i think more and more people are cool. like i'm into that great interesting great, great, great. so if i click um i'm asking apple not to track yeah does that mean that that doesn't happen or can clues still do that so it means that um third-party trackers can't can't because i believe that no matter what um, first party trackers are the app itself. Uh-huh. So whatever you're using is going to be holding your data. Uh, I think what it means is that then they either can't sell it or they can't store it. Um, it's there's, but yeah, no matter what, like you're giving your data over to the app, like Google, like when you use incognito mode, for instance, in Chrome, mm-hmm. um, uh, and then you use Google to search something embarrassing. Um, it, the only thing you're doing is making it so if someone uses your computer, they're not going to see the embarrassing thing. But Google still got all that embarrassing info. Really? Yeah. Even from incognito? Yeah, because you're using their search engine. So if I was like, how to fuck a horse, they'd be like, guess she's into bestiality. I know. And you're like, it's for a shit. Send her a trip to Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. You burnt Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) You burnt. So, yeah. So, it's good to just always do that because I think it especially blocks, like, the trackers that are allowed in apps from getting your stuff. Yes, I see. Um, But you using an app will always be giving some amount of data. And I just don't know. I just don't know if then that means they're not allowed to sell it. Uh Uh-huh. But I do, I do think but in a way, have it. yeah, they have it, and I think they can do whatever they want Make with it decisions. after that. So if I'm 
researching how to fuck a horse. Sure. Library? Hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I steal, find it. Steal Kate's computer? <laughs> yeah. I find a work computer. I find a kindly zookeeper. You know, I find a, a nice custodian at a zoo and ask him. <laughs> they do see a lot of penises. They do see a lot of penises. Uh, we, well, we need to track down that man. We need to. I mean, is this actor still alive? Oh, he's decrepit, but he's the happiest man you've ever met. He's like, I get recognized every day. They love me. Um, so out of the five apps, Ovia did the worst. Mm-hmm. And we kind of went into why they were called out in WAPO for working with employers, handing over data to employers. Um, and uh, also their policy is not easy to understand. Um so overall, they're just in the hands of employers instead of employees and like private fuck users. Avia, more them. like Navia. Yeah. Good one. You're you're so on tonight. Okay, how long did you have that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so these are some quotes from the WAPA article about Blizzard um, and working with these apps and collecting their employees' data. Um, this is from Karen Levy, a Cornell University assistant professor uh, who is researched family and workplace monitoring. She said, what could possibly be the most optimistic, best faith reason for an employer to know how many high risk pregnancies their employees have so they can put more brochures in the break room? Uh, the real benefit of self-tracking is always to the company. People are being asked to do this at a time when they're incredibly vulnerable and may not have any sense what that data is being passed or where that data is being passed. So I just felt like that was well said. Very um, well said. If your employer is offering something like that, you know, just think twice. God. So shout out to a privacy first period app that I'm going to free, free advertising here. And now uh, it's Unless called, they pay us. <laughs> and then we'll take it. We'll give you our data if you pay us. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's a shout out to a new app, uh, I think it was formed in 2021, or at least that's when it started getting a uh, buzz called Stardust Period Tracker. Um, it's leading right now with the message that in lieu of Roe v. Wade uh, and as a women owned pro-choice company, <gasps> they never have and never will sell your data. Hell yeah. And they encrypt data to never allow governments or companies to access it, <gasps> which gave me the tinglies. It gave me the tinglies. It's like citizen. No, no, not citizen. Sorry. Signal. Have you ever used yes, Signal? Yes, yes. And like Proton I mail. may or may not have used Signal. <laughs> All right. Private messaging. FBI, if you're listening. Suck it. <laughs> um, yeah. There are absolutely, there's like Proton Mail is a great email option. Signal is a great like WhatsApp yeah. replacement. Yeah. So Stardust not only is super private focused, um, but also you guys are super adorable. I downloaded them. I started tracking this cycle oh, with them. Start do- doing it. Um, and uh, they have lists of symptoms you can choose from, like sensitities, That's hilarious. constipation, That's- and loose duties. We so obviously get, I'm in love. Gotta get these gals on. I know. I was oh, like, they are great. they are our kin. Like yes. they, it's. I mean, it's the fact that people. they call it con- constipation. Constipation. Why didn't we come up with come constipation? on? And so I definitely said constipation. I'm sure <laughs> Any on. word that could have ish on the end, <laughs> it just works. Um, I'm trying to think of like a depressing word in which you would even be like <laughs> uh, funeral arrange. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that would not work. <laughs> um, but it's 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 beautifully designed. They also add a little bit of like astrology with it. Of course, with a name like Stardust. So it's, yeah. So, and they like give you profiles. So 
I think there's only two where if you bleed closer to the full moon, you're a white witch. And if you bleed closer to the new moon, you're a red witch. Yeah, it's like the re- white moon, red moon we talked yes. about. Or the... There was something yes. in an episode we talked about that. So they t- they're tied in with like lunar phase and stuff. It's it's beautiful. So I'm a I'm already a big fan, and I think I might replace Clue with it. Oh, I'm definitely gonna. It know. has less stuff than Clue, but I also think like they they then make it very customizable. So like, um, they only have three things where it's like cravings, symptoms, and type of flow. And then, um, and then a note section. So then in the notes, you can put in whatever, like super viscous discharge. Hi, mom. You know? Nice. Yeah. So anyway, Stardust. I'm downloading as we speak. Megan, thank you so much for that. So the I other know. one I was going to shout out is, um, in the next episode, we're interviewing a longtime reproductive justice advocate, um, who works for SAS, which is self-managed abortion safe and supported it's like a it's a branch of a a global reproductive justice organization but they just came up with the yuki app which i think she either told us about before the interview or after and you and i were like boom boom yeah um yuki app e-u-k-i which apparently evokes eucalyptus um which is where they get their name from but that's also uh non-tracking yeah non-data sharing so yuki and stardust yeah there are apps out there that are putting us first, which is very appreciated. So we kind of talked about hypotheticals. This is some more hypotheticals and some real life stuff about how this is already a bigger problem Oof, okay. than maybe it sounds. Um, so this is another bit of info from Dina Mendelson, uh, counsel at Consumer Reports. She writes, while consumers may shrug at sharing uh, data as a trade-off of the digital age, there's emerging evidence of harm. Last March, for instance, the Department of Housing and Urban Development sued Facebook for housing discrimination, saying that the social media giant allowed advertisers to restrict who can see housing-related ads based on race, religion, sex, or disability. Wow. This information was gleaned from Facebook's data mining activities and then handed over to advertisers. So they were like, no need to share an ad with this person you yeah know, they're, like they're, let's limit black people from seeing the houses <gasps> for uh, that are oh, on the market the, in this the advertiser neighborhood was like no need for black people please yeah. thank you yeah just take out anyone with melatonin yeah or or they may frame it in advertiser speak which is like um coastal liberals Elites. looking yeah. uh home o- second home owners uh in, like sure. but even still you can specifically say race too what the f- yeah so okay, that's absurd. And also, sometimes it's it's what they think your race is. Like I don't know if you ever did that, but Facebook mm-hmm. for a while like guessed. And basically, if you were like a white person who shared a Black Lives Matter yes. thing, they were like, "This person's black." I remember, what? I remember doing that. You could look in the back end of Facebook and yeah. see how they who they thought you were mm-hmm. and that's how they determine what and I remember it getting like African-American yeah. woman in her 20s or whatever and I was like oh it's because I share Black Lives Matter stuff right. yeah <laughs> like it's that's insulting to black people yes. that, like only the black people yeah. will no care one about else. themselves yeah outrageous oh my god dude yeah um okay I just want to understand that so Facebook allowed advertisers to be horrific so, so what I guess what's confusing is sued Facebook for housing discrimination, allowed advertisers to restrict. Yes, Got so it. so people sold ads. So the real estate company sold ads so to face, Facebook. Said, hey, Facebook's current setup allows you to be like as crazy micro discriminatory yes. as yeah. you want. Yeah, that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
and then and then what's his fuck just as like what's his what's his up it's just like i don't know aoc that is a good point but i'm not gonna change it you're so articulate aoc thank you so much my robot eyes need to rest now (laughs) um so then over in missouri um in 2019 a uh, and let me, sorry, I should just kind of call out. So that was from Consumer Reports. This I got from a Vox article uh, entitled Missouri Officials Tracked Patients' Periods in Abortion Spreadsheet? An Abortion <laughs> Clinic Spreadsheet? Do what? Um, in 2019, a Missouri official, in an attempt to gather evidence to shut down the one surviving abortion <gasps> provider in Missouri, which would have been the only state in the U.S. to not have an abortion provider what? had it worked, which it didn't. Um, it was in a, a chapter of Planned Parenthood. Decided to investigate the, incur- the occurrence of failed abortions. Uh, and they apparently created a spreadsheet to track periods after abortions were performed and see how often an abortion didn't take. And then dinging that clinic on if they filed the right paperwork after a failed abortion. What? And, and that's how they were going to shut them down? Yeah. Oh my like God. On, on paperwork technicality. So using the, sorry, back up. Using the data of people that had attended the Planned Parenthood. Yeah, because apparently in Missouri, and maybe this is true across the country, but in the state of Missouri, if you are an abortion provider, you uh, have to... I think provide the abortion information like there was an abortion performed and then also alert the state if they needed like a follow-up appointment to complete the abortion. Mm -hmm. Um, So AKA failed abortion. Um, And so since the state has access to that information, then this guy was tracking how many failed abortions there were. And if he had the right paperwork per that, how is that using the app? I'm confused. Oh, it's not. This is just a different way of tracking periods. This is just, Getting Jeez all in our Louise. shit in Jeez a different Louise. way. And um, who was it that was trying to bring down this abortion clinic? A I private citizen or a p- politician? Let me see if I can grab his name real fast. Name him. He? Really? <laughs> yeah. Say. <laughs> oh, the testimony of Dr. Randall Williams, a director of the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services, came on Tuesday as part of a week-long hearing over whether the clinic, Reproductive Health Services of Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region, will be allowed to keep its license to do abortions. So it was a guy in the state. A guy in the yeah. health department? Yeah. On Wednesday, the health department issued a statement to the media blasting false claims that Dr. Randall Williams tracks the menstrual cycles of women seeking abortions. Uh, although the department acknowledged that officials had indeed created a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> We're not tracking it. We've just okay. started. It was an accident. It was like in the community episode <laughs> where Ovid starts tracking <laughs> something and he doesn't know what it is until it's too late. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, and that's what I think is really scary in this dark future ahead of us is that there are states out there that will probably suddenly become big fans of big tech. Yes. And will want to know whose location is pinging outside of certain clinics. Yep. It's a really good point. It's really horrifying. Yes. Well, and the fact that there are really shitty people on the inside using the system, like mm-hmm. this fucking doctor that works for the health department. Yeah. Right. Son of a Yeah. Boner. Well, so... I think the biggest thing uh, that that we may not realize is the biggest identifier in our data. So if our name is stripped off, we feel like that's it. We're sure. anonymous. But we have a device on our person at all times. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly sending pings. And so we can absolutely be followed. Um, and so 
there's an app called SafeGraph, uh, which Vice did an article about. The article is entitled, Data Broker is Selling Location Data of People Who Visited Abortion Clinics. Just like I said. Uh-huh. So it's called SafeGraph. Um, and Vice bought for $120 uh, location data for people who visited Planned Parenthood. <gasps> And then where they went after that visit. Shut the fuck up. Which, if you could be your house, yeah, could be which most your likely shop right by yes. your house. Most likely, the place you go is someplace identifiable. Especially if you just received an abortion. Yeah, you're absolutely you're gonna going to go home. To a baseball stadium, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe you are. Listen, hey, you know Paul, what? If you went to a baseball game after your <laughs> you abortion, you do you. Listen, yeah. Um. So, so the fact that this like. A random bro at Vice could do this. So, and he was a bro. Let's be clear. Let us be clear. Who this works at Vice? Most certainly a bro. Um, <laughs> I mean, a great a woke bro. Of course, but a woke bro. bro. Oh please, oh please, bro, bro. Of course, I'm woke, bro. Um, but so, let's say a Texas vigilante who wants to turn in people they suspect had an abortion could reach out to this company and say. Uh yeah, can I just get data on people from my I'm town? I'm about to get several thousands of dollars Shut from turning these right. people in. Right. Yes. That's oh. horrifying. It's terrifying. Um and so because of the Vice article, Safegraph now no longer makes that data point available. Like you can't get it from I think abortion clinics. Uh That's good. Can you get it, it from is. fucking like can you get it from whore houses? Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, no, right? Like- yeah. I mean it's it's uh Oh, it was one hundred and sixty dollars. Oh, Sorry, okay, but still. But if you get how much money is ten thousand? Ten thousand, yeah. allegedly. I mean, that's oh what they say. God. Is it yeah. like, yeah? So it's it's a goddamn mess. We're we're incentivizing people to want to get this data and become little sleuths and get their bounties. And the thing is, like, so in next week's episode, we're going to learn about you know abortion pills and how they induce a miscarriage. So if you're going to the doctor about it, you report a miscarriage, which now makes miscarriages maybe suspect to some people and they may think it's worth investigating the terms of your miscarriage. So if you're tracking your miscarriage in an app, you know, if it's now it it becomes very witch hunty very quickly, you yeah. know? So like, I mean, it's, this is just a rabbit hole. So it's like, should we be even chatting on our text messages to each other about this stuff? I mean, or should so, we all be using Signal? So tomorrow, like, fuck. tomorrow, next week when we talk to Susan about abortion pills, she gives really good feedback about like how the website they use or her website um, advises people on where to get pills. They don't actually send pills, but they advise people other places to get pills. Mm-hmm. It's all encrypted, like secret, private conversations for this yeah. very reason, I think, because... And there's all this, yeah, I mean, I've, I've read a lot of things about, like, yeah, maybe don't bring your phone to the abortion clinic. Yeah, like, Jesus use WhatsApp, Christ. or maybe not even WhatsApp anymore, but Signal, or... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and then it's just useful to know, uh, again, those are anonymous data points. Names aren't attached, but like I said, if abortion clinic to whatever you go to next, most likely your home, you can be followed there, you yeah. can be, someone can knock on your door. The New York Times did this really interesting um, series of articles uh, about location data, how easy it is to access and get, and then how quickly you can identify people. And there's this one article that I'll link in um, show notes that uh, I thought was so good. But they uh, tracked this woman. They just kind of bought data and decided to see how easy it was and um, landed on a woman in like upstate New York uh, who at 7 a.m., 
travels to a middle school 14 miles away, stays there until the late afternoon. Uh, she's the only person who makes that trip. Her name is Lisa Magren, a 46-year-old math teacher, and her smartphone goes with her. So just based on that, they're like, oh, so the person associated with this address goes to this location. Obviously, it's this she's teacher. A teacher yeah. Wow. Yeah. So then now they know her name, so then they can point to all the other things she did, like her weekly trip to Weight Watchers, or the <gasps> fact that she spent the night at her ex-boyfriend's house. <gasps> or Lisa! I know! Did they ask Lisa if they could put... Yeah. yeah. And maybe it's a fake name, but they list her, and then she's like, let's talk about this. Um, I was just like, <laughs> that's... It's... Cr- I mean, it's Lisa, the stuff you don't... Lisa, you the dog! No, just, <laughs> how'd you go back to him? Lisa, we talked about this. <laughs> but again... Is Lisa me? <laughs> <laughs> It's feeling a lot like teacher, me. not the Weight Watchers thing. Unfortunately, <laughs> everything else. <laughs> but it's 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 stuff you don't want people to know. And then all of a what sudden, someone at the New York fuck? Times calls to be like, "Were you at your ex boyfriend's house last night?" What you know? Can like, you imagine? Yeah, it's crazy. Could you imagine? It's crazy. They're like, "Did are you the lady that went to the same taqueria seven and days in a row?" And, and I like, think, yes. "Fuck you." <laughs> and I think it's so easy for a lot of privileged white men to be like, "What? I'm not. I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, why do people care about right? Exactly. Like, Except they're nothing, doing everything. That's wrong. how we also we have nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. Right. Jesus. No uterus to protect. Yeah. And then, but there's one. We did a video once. I was like, "You may tell yourself and tell other people I have nothing to hide, but do you have a password?" If you have a password, that means you have something you want to keep private. Maybe it's your right. bank info. You right. know, like you do have stuff you want to protect, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so just good to know. So the last thing I was going to read comes from the subtext newsletter from AJ+. Plus. <gasps> Um, Which is now a defunct newsletter. They just oh, really? they just scrapped it. Oh no! <laughs> I know a bunch of my colleagues just lost their job. Oh, oh no! Well, that's a bummer. You can read old ones. Hopefully. Yeah, old old ones. <laughs> Archived. Um, yeah. Um, well, so they interviewed Michelle Gilman, who's a law professor at the University of Baltimore and the co-director of the Center of Applied Feminism, and she had this to say, which I think is just like an um, a well put way that we may all feel. Um, We're going to need a lot more digital literacy around these issues. And it strikes me as really unfair that we put the entire onus on menstruators to secure privacy around their information, as opposed to having a supportive legal framework and tech that bakes in data security. So that's it. I want to go to law school. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I'm doing it. I'm finally doing it. This is it. Take that, mom. Um, Yeah. So I think like until apps finally are like, oh, maybe there's a different way that we can make products that are good for people and find another source of revenue that doesn't like that that can't just be bought by Russian bro on Vice. Yes. The, at Vice. Yeah. I mean just anybody. It's just all available. And it, we're absolutely identifiable right now. So like so scary. It's scurry. Um so yeah, so here are ways to protect your info right now. We've kind of touched on them already, but let's just reiterate. Um, look for apps that call out privacy and whose policy is easy to read. So y- Yuki and Stardust seem to be great options uh, for period trackers. Turn off location tracking in your settings. Um, you can do it via app, uh, so at least on my on iPhones. Um, but I believe if you go into your settings in Android, you can also say like turn off and you can specify it. it's like only use when the app is open because there are some apps that just are constantly tracking your location and it's something stupid like candy crush you know like the the game apps are i mean they do not need to know where you are they really don't 
absolutely not. Um, uh, on iPhones and privacy, turn off allow apps to ask because if you just turn that off, it denies everyone. So you don't even, they won't even hit you up with that. So you have <gasps> really? to deny. Okay. Yeah. Everybody do that right now. Yeah. I wish let's, let's make up an improv song while we all do this on our phones. Uh, okay. Give me, okay. Give me a beat. Give me a, a name <laughs> or a, like a word and a genre. We used to do this all the time. You guys. That we meant a song with a word and a genre. It sounds like a song. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Your word is goldfish and your genre is country. Because <laughs> now you have to goldfish country, great goldfish country. That's <laughs> a goldfish country. When I wake up every afternoon, yes, that's right. I said afternoon because my husband's gone and my job's down the tube. My husband's gone and my job's down the tube. <laughs> Where did we get? How did it get here? <laughs> You guys, are you doing it? I'm looking at my phone and it's got a lot of settings. How do I get to How ask? long ago was my last wedding? I don't remember, but I found my task. Gonna tell them not allow to track. Don't allow to track. Don't allow to track. Don't allow to track. Don't allow to track. So change your settings I, with a with a so, handful so, of goldfish. <laughs> goldfish. So I just turn okay. that off. Yep. Done. Boom. Okay. So I'm in. So I'm going to general. Oh, yes. Oh no no go to pri go back out and go oh. down to privacy. You guys, we're going to privacy. I'm in gen. I'm in just settings. Just I settings. Just settings. I'm going privacy to privacy. Is a little hand signal. I'm going to location services, which were on. Now they are off. Boom. So that might make like Google Maps annoying. Yes. Okay. So I, I have like Airbnb while using Google Maps. Oh, while yes. Using. I'm sure I yeah. have that too. Okay. So I will go back. You can and go back. And that. Do then do tracking. Go tracking. Allow apps to request. Yeah. So if you read that little thing. Yep. It explains it. Ask Done. apps to stop tracking. Great. Thanks, Apple. Boom. Thanks, Apple. Thank you. So Apple has some good stuff when it comes to privacy. So if okay. you have an iPhone, you can feel a little peace of mind there. Great. Um, and I don't, I've, I've just never used an Android, so I don't know what they're, they're so much more customizable, which I think means that there's maybe more vulnerabilities there. Um, but I'm sure there are still privacy settings that you can tinker in. Um, use a password manager for strong passwords. It's one of the best ways to protect your accounts. Um, they're a hefty, like, thing to sign up for. Like, some of them are free, but most of them cost money. And then you just have to change all of your account passwords. But then once you do it, it's done. And like all your passwords are saved in a really safe place. Keep your apps updated uh, because sometimes Ooh. vulnerabilities happen as like apps break down or hackers get smarter. So they're always constantly updating the app to protect you. So keep your apps updated. If your company pressures you to download a connected wellness app, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. it. Just get your own app. Just mark it on and a calendar. And text all yes. your coworkers not to do it. Yeah. Uh, don't go to an abortion clinic with your smartphone. Like, fuck. Sucks. Or totally just turn sucks. it off. Oh, yeah. Maybe turn way, it off. Yeah. Airplane mode. Well, or, yeah. Airplane mode, maybe. Maybe. God damn it. That's hard. Yeah, does that even work? I don't know. Because then you're like texting your friend, like, come pick me up. Right. Yeah. Or getting so a lift. Signal. Or, yeah, whatever. I guess. But you still have. Your phone's still on. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And it's still getting pings and. 
Yeah, like if you used Google Maps to get there. Like, I don't know how I would get any place now mess. if I didn't use a Google Map. This is a mess. Yeah, so it's a disaster. Um, Move to Canada. Yeah. And then the last one is maybe go the Amanda Seals route and go back to using a paper calendar and just make a little circle on your first date. So now period. that I know about Stardust, I'll use Stardust. But for the last like month, I've been just using my Google Calendar, which again, can they, now that I'm like, I've put in my calendar, like period started today. Maybe yeah. that's not the best thing to do. You can have a cute little like maybe I'll just, euphemism. Maybe yeah. I'll make like a red label and just put like an exclamation point or something you can just be like i watched red red panda today the communists were in the basement i talked to watch turning red oh yeah communists are in the basement house communists came to visit again (laughs) no then they'll just track you for communism yeah then the nsa will absolutely track (laughs) and i'll just go to prison (laughs) oh man Wow, that that's it? that's it. Meg, this wow. was so and there's more. There's stuff I didn't so even get to because I felt like it would take forever. So there's I mean, a lot. Is there any like any big stuff that you forgot that you want to? I don't think us? so. I feel like I I hit you, the the number one things about how it's already an issue. How we can see if Roe v. Wade is overturned, and we incentivize people to rat out their neighbors, then we're gonna see problems with people accessing people's data. Fuck. So. Just be wary and make good choices. And leave your phone at home. If you can. If you can. Yeah. Leave your phone at home. If you're in a vulnerable state. Yes. Because like like some states won't, this won't be an issue. Okay. So like if someone is traveling to a blue state to get this done, are they safe? Are we saying they're safe? So I think that's that's where like a Texas law where if you just suspect someone got an abortion, I think even if you do it out of state. No, I think for Texas, it's just in the state. Okay. But there are other states that are trying to make it illegal for you to leave that state <gasps> and get another. But then people are like, that's literally like not how law works. No. Right. Yeah. You can't make you can't have someone. No. Yeah. Prosecute someone under your state law when they were in another in state. Another state. Right. That's right. literally the basic of law. Yeah. Right. But the right. Republicans are trying to do that. Um, damn it but and prevent children from seeing drag queens very important stuff it's so important that we make sure that people don't see big wigs Um, (laughs) who is protecting the children from the big wigs did you see Lauren Boebert or one of them was like send your children to church not drag shows and people are like children literally get molested at church Church. every day hundreds of thousands of children have come forward how fucking dare you Anyway, um, Meg, this was fascinating and so infuriating. Fascinating. And I think yeah. for listeners, like, this was just the tip of the iceberg. So, you know, if you really are concerned about your privacy when it comes to reproductive justice, there is plenty of resources, I'm sure. Yeah. That they Check out the to. links in our show notes and then, you know, do your own research. Um, I love how that's been opted now by anti-vaxxers. Well, do your own re- Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and, uh yeah and like let us know like you know we have an email address vicious podcast at gmail.com <laughs> we use gmail um yeah but if, if you email us we do sell your data 100 yeah, <laughs> percent. how we get paid yeah um we sell your email address actually uh to <laughs> to people on the street just, it's, just it works great we just write them on little slips of paper yeah and just you. hand them out yeah <laughs> five bucks five bucks for this email um yeah but let us know if you find anything interesting, if what you're doing to protect your privacy. Yeah, let us know. Call yeah. us too. 9106. Uterus. Uterus. This was great. It was. It was kind of heavy. No, this was. It I was so, so helpful, though. So helpful. Thank you, Meg. Great. So points. helpful. Let us know if like when Kate and Meg started doing their settings, if you also did. 
Like, I feel like there was enough where then they were like, all right, fuck it. Let's just do it. I'll be curious if anyone else at home was like, yeah, all right. I'll do it right now. Yeah. I'm sure they would yeah, yeah. do it. You Let guys. us know. Right in. We'll shout you out on IG. Well, let's just end this whole thing. Let's just, let's just wrap it. it. We had a great, this was a great episode. Thank you so great much. Um, in the next episode, like we shouted out a couple times, we're going to be talking abortion pills with Susan Yano, a longtime reproductive hero. Um, she's going to tell us about the misconceptions about pills, the safety of abortion pills. Spoiler alert. They're very safe. So safe. Safer than Viagra and acetaminophen, I believe she yeah, said. That's right. Um, she's fantastic. She is like, she, you know how Dr. Kate is like our house mother? I feel like Susan is our actual mother. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that episode. Buy your tickets to our live show if you're listening this to this before June 18th, 2022. Um, and we'll see you in the next episode, which is episode 99. Hey, Woo! let's party like it's episode 99. And in the meantime, keep calm. And don't allow to track. track. <laughs> Our theme song was written by Meg Trowbridge and performed by The Go Ahead. Find them at thegoaheadmusic.com. And our Vicious Psycho logo was created by Katie Newman. Find her at katienewman.online.